Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back and thanks for joining us. As you may know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Mental health, especially anxiety, also happens to be one of the most requested topics from our listeners. So we'll be talking about mental well-being all month. We got it started last week by re-exploring the most common types of anxiety. This week, we're re-exploring a few of the most prominent methods for healing. We got it started Monday with developing a connection with our inner child. Tuesday, we looked into the trauma brain with awareness. Wednesday, we dug in on adaptogens. Yesterday, we talked about safe spaces and safe people. And today, we're talking about releasing trauma physically. In order to understand how to release trauma from our body, we first need to understand where it's stored or potentially accept that it's stored in our bodies at all. Stephanie Echokamp of Mind Body Green puts it fantastically. Scientists now have more evidence than ever revealing the intimate intertwined relationship between the mind and body. We see this with gut health's influence over our mental health, but we also see it with the very real physical manifestations of psychological stress and trauma on the body. Tension, heart palpitations, trembling, pain, particularly trauma that hasn't been fully processed or even acknowledged by the person who experienced it. Perhaps the most extreme example of how trauma may affect the body, according to research by Kelly Turner, PhD, terminally ill cancer patients who've experienced unexpected remission, beating their disease against all odds, often cite releasing emotional stress or trauma as one of the key factors in their healing. It's incredible how far we've come in our understanding of trauma, anxiety, and their impact on our bodies. It's no surprise when you consider the fact that as our minds continue to convince our bodies that we're in danger, our bodies are constantly engaging in responses like fight or flight, and our systems are absolutely inundated by stress hormones, which in abundance alter our natural functions in not so beneficial ways. Dr. Shaley Jane, Clinical Associate Professor of Psychiatry and Behavioral Sciences at Stanford University, explains this in a bit more detail. She suggests that we consider PTSD, which brings disruption to hormone secretion, neurochemistry, and immune system functioning, all of which contribute to diseased cells, organs, and other bodily symptoms. And chromosomal studies have shown that PTSD patients have shorter telomeres, the segments on the ends of chromosomes that are a measure of cellular age, than their healthy counterparts do. Up to 35% of chronic pain patients also have PTSD, and there is an even higher overlap between fibromyalgia and PTSD. The deeper we dig into the mind-body connection, the more we begin to understand how intrinsically linked they are. It just goes to show how powerful our minds are and how important mental well-being is for our health across the board. So, 
Given that trauma can be stored in our bodies and impact us in such a negative way, surely there must be physical responses that help us shake it off. Shaking it off is actually one of our body's natural ways of shedding stress. And by the way, you see animals do it all the time. Echo Camp goes on to ask a poignant question. What's the actual deal when you burst into tears during a massage, an acupuncture session, or in yoga mid-downward dog? And are these or similar practices actually releasing stuck trauma from the body or perhaps helping you get to a place where you can more readily process it and heal both emotionally and physically? Jill Blakeway, author of Energy Medicine says, when I'm doing acupuncture, I'll often pop a needle in a patient and they start to sob. They invariably say, I have no idea why I'm crying. I don't know what's wrong with me. And it leads me to believe that I've moved an area of stuckness that contains memory. And that would be very consistent with Chinese medicine, where we say that repressed emotions, things that we can't deal with, become stuck qi. Or put another way, that emotional trauma creates dense, energetic forms in our body. And then because it's uncomfortable, we just don't go there. Those become areas of stuckness and tightness. She goes on to explain that acupuncture is also helping the patient modulate between the sympathetic fight or flight and parasympathetic rest and digest nervous systems and bringing them into homeostasis. For some patients, this improved flow and balance simply brings a feeling of relief and lightness. For others, she believes it may help draw someone's attention to certain suppressed or repressed experiences that need attention. Often patients on the table then start to have memories of things that they haven't really thought about lately, not necessarily repressed, but potentially suppressed. By the way, Blakeway doesn't believe acupuncture is a cure for trauma. For patients with a trauma history or who experience a resurfacing of traumatic memories during a session, she always refers them to a therapist. But she does believe combining more traditional trauma-focused therapies with something like acupuncture or massage could be more effective than psychotherapy alone. I have no doubt the further down this road we go, the more we'll realize how perfectly sensible it all is. Besides acupuncture and massage, a few other forms of physical activity that may assist in the shedding of stored trauma are intense workout sessions, walking, sound therapy, tapping, yoga, dancing, somatic therapy, and breath work. By the way, I've tried more than a few of those and I have to admit, they're incredibly cathartic. Thanks so much for joining us on Grateful Grains. You can find us on Instagram at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. We'll be back again next week. We're spending the last two weeks of Mental Health Awareness Month talking specific ways to take action in our journey toward well-being. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.